Welcome everyone to the Miller Mites Podcast. My name is Owen Miller and I'm here with my brother Silas. Silas, how you doing, man? Swell. Is this a new word every week? Is that how we're doing it? Yeah, but it has to be with an S. <laughs> You're gonna run out real quick. What do you think? No. No? No. Well, you're, you're I have swell. a whole dictionary full of S words. Okay. <laughs> well, keep them PG. It depends on the way you think this about is a... that sentence that I just said. Yeah. Sentence, that's another S word. How are you feeling today? Sentence. <laughs> that's not even... Okay, so you're feeling swell. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we have... What a weird time to be a college football fan. How about that? Never a weird time to be a college football fan. <laughs> I think it's a weird time right now. You're gonna have to explain, please. I don't know. I just feel like um, every every week, every okay, every Friday night. Let me just say that every Friday night there's something new. So, yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't matter what team you're cheering for. Um, you're gonna get disappointed before the game's even played because you're gonna find out that someone's hurt, someone's sick. It's just weird. It's just a weird time right now. So we have many different things to talk about. Um, who's what is this college football playoff going to look like at the end? Now that uh, the college football committee, uh, playoff committee, has already come out and said, uh, you know, we're, we're not going to put this team in there. So, Are you alluding to BYU? I am alluding to BYU. Yeah. What the crap was that? I like it. You like it? No. Why did you say you did? Because it, it would just be confusing. I Consider me confused. Well, well done then. So yeah, I didn't like that. Okay, but uh, I mean, I under I understand. Yeah, uh, the the college football playoff obviously likes the Georgia Bulldogs. Jeez, they lost both games bad. Yeah, and BYU has has not even come close to losing a game. Yeah, it's all it's been bad, and they're pretty much saying, "Hey Georgia, just because you lost twice." We horribly, love we love you. The fact that they've been in front of these teams, they've been fifth for like three straight years. Yeah, to end the year, why? They have two losses every single time. Yeah, but anyways, BYU. Yeah, why very, are they fourteenth? Very disrespectful. It is. It's like, um, yeah, you're not good enough for this. You you just not cut out for it. Uh, well, we don't want to come to your party. Yeah, how does that make Navy feel? Anyone do you know what I'm talking about here? I mean, you guys can't respond, but I'm nodding. Yeah, Navy lost to this BYU team, fifty-five to three. They must think Navy is living in Oscar the Grouch's trash can. Wow, it's a lot of trash. Yeah, you know the song. I do. Come on. I know it. Yeah. No, I don't. What is it? Well, I'm not gonna sing it. Come on. I ain't singing it. I don't know what song you're talking about. It's the about. Oscar the Grouch in the trash. Like, he loves the trash. Oh, oh, yeah. Because uh, I love trash. Yeah. Look it up. So, but that's not called the college football playoff committee at all. They don't like trash. No. They hate Obviously, it. they do. Georgia. They like trash. Wow. Okay. So, we're going we're gonna to talk about, you know, our top tens. And I'm very much doubting that you have Georgia in your top ten. I don't. Okay. I don't have Georgia in my top 20. Wow. Okay, and I respect that. 
Um, I'd, lo- I'd love to see where you have BYU because that's probably not where the college football playoff committee. You can tell I'm upset by that. So, I mean, let's just, we're going to move on from that. We haven't even started our first and 10. So, size, are you ready to buckle up? I'm a grown man. F- fasten your seatbelt. It's the law. All Click right. it or ticket. Consider me fastened. <laughs> okay. First and ten. Uh, you scare me every time you say that. Why? Why? You're like Silas. Like, what? Silas, first and ten. Yeah, and I have to just act like everything's okay. Just like, yeah, just let him speak. You know. Yeah, I, th- I think I just get a little nervous. Is all. Like, yeah, I don't. You know, no one, but he, us. No one here, but us. It's just. It is just us this week, unfortunately. But regardless, would still love to hear uh, your top ten teams. So Silas, lay your. Top 10 teams on me. That was my Bon Jovi impression. And I changed the lyrics to match top 10 teams instead of hands, because that's not what I wanted to say. Did you like it, Silas? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. No, I'm sorry. I I wanted you to love it. No, it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Are are we ready for that? You asked me to say my top 10. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) I'm sorry. Well, number, number one. Why do you do this? Because everybody knows who's number one. It's Michigan. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Okay, go, go. I just wanted to do that. Yeah, that was good. It was good. Anyways, here's my number 10. You're welcome. Thank you. It's Bama. Oh, wait, no, that's my number one. <laughs> Come on. Who is your... Okay, how are you doing this? Number one. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah? Yeah. It's Bama. <laughs> There we go. That sounds right. That sounds. That Man, sounds... did they win an Iron Bowl? Wait, what? They won. Yeah, pretty big. Mm-hmm. Last year they lost. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> number one, you've got Alabama because they because they, they they beat Auburn. Interruption. I got number two. It's Notre Dame. Then three. It's Ohio State. Then four. It's Clemson. <laughs> then five. It's Texas A and M. Then six. It's Florida because they lost to Texas A and M. Number seven, it's BYU. Hey! Hey! That's like seven spots up from the college football playoff. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, you're fascinated. Are you going to commit there or something? No, no. I just, I'm just sad for them. I feel like... Five-star place kicker. Heads to BYU from Bolivar, Ohio. Yes, that's me. A kicker? Place kicker. <laughs> Is that the guy who holds the football? I'd be scared to death because, like, I'm always scared they're going to, like, kick my hand instead. <laughs> then you're not a five-star. <laughs> no, it's a fear. It's real. Okay. Did I say I had Cincinnati at eight? I don't remember. I might have. Yes. They're eight. There you go. <laughs> number nine, Miami. And number ten, Indiana. I had Miami uh, bounce Indiana because, you know, they lost Penix. We'll get into that later. but Yeah, oh, you stole my thunder. I was going to say that, but I still have him at number 10, too. Speaking of Thunder, how about Marshall? The Thundering Herd. Yeah. Yeah, top 25 team in the AP. I don't know what the college football play. No one knows what the college football play is going to do anymore. Honestly. Right, they just do their, you know They're what? They're 31st they, in our book. They just go into one room, 
smoke a cigar. Well, I get right now it's Zoom, but it's a Zoom. No, room. they're 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 in there with their but, masks on. Really? Yeah, they're like wear your mask or you don't get the vote. They have little holes for in Georgia. their masks for their cigars because they have they have to have it. Right. Yeah, they have like a little hole on the side of their yeah. Yeah. And they're like, if you don't wear your mask, you can't vote for Georgia. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and that oh that that'll do it. They all put their mask on. Now. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to hear yours though. Yeah, I uh, number ten Indiana, but like you said, their quarterback is it, what was it ACL? Yeah, that it's. If you've played in the state of Ohio lately, man, be careful. You're gonna tear your ACL. Joe Burrow. Yeah. Michael Penix. Knock on wood. Hopefully not. Justin Fields for Ohio State. Yeah. Um, Indiana, I think they'll be okay. Here's what they have to do. They need to get a quarterback. Who knows how to snap the ball, you know, like just be like hut hut hike, and then throw it up in the air as far as they can. It's a fry fogel, and he'll go get it. Yeah, so that's why I'm keeping them in my top ten. Yeah, um, number nine, Miami. Okay, I think I think ours is pretty much the same, except I have at number eight Texas A and M. Where is all this heat coming from for Texas A and M? Yeah, uh, it starts with a J and rhymes with Imbo. Jimbo, I, I get I get it. Hey Jimbo, number eight in my top ten, Jimbo. Okay, I don't agree. I just don't. I know you don't. Yeah, because I think Cincinnati would get beat by all four of them. By all four of what? The four you just oh three. Sorry, okay. the three you named. Okay, you think you, two two. You think Indiana <laughs> would beat Cincinnati? Yeah, mm. with Penix. I don't know. That's a good question. Look. Without. I like Cincinnati. Why? What is there to like about them? I don't know. Well, number seven, I have BYU, which was where you had BYU. Yeah. Yeah, and then number six, I have Cincinnati. So, so you do you think Cincinnati would beat Texas A&M? Um, yeah. No, I, I, I don't think that. I don't think that. But also, do uh, you think I'm going to put Texas A&M all the way up at six? You're wrong. They should be fifth. No. And I'm... Yeah, I am being biased here. I'm like, just do my top ten. <laughs> I'm not. Why would this is why this is why I'm here to to disagree with you. We've disagreed like twice in five episodes. Well, do it now. Sorry, I didn't mean to raise my voice. <laughs> I had to cover the mic. Yeah, you. I'm sorry. It's okay. I don't like disagreeing with you, but sometimes it's it's a it's allowed. Okay. I just I I don't under, I don't understand why people disagree with me. Is that does that sound rash? Brash? Rash. Brass. It's does one it, of those words. I don't know. Is it even one of those? I okay. Don't care. Uh, number five, Florida, or six? Did I say six? Okay, freaking number ten, Indiana. Number nine, Miami. Number eight, Texas A and M. Number seven, BYU. Number five, Cincinnati. Number. No, number six, Cincinnati. Number five, Florida. And then uh, you can guess my top four. Uh, Clemson at four. Ohio State at three. I had to drop them because who knows if they're even going to, like, make the Big Ten championship now. And then uh, Notre Dame at two. Alabama at one. Yeah, I said it. Who knows if Ohio State's even going to make the Big Ten championship now. Yeah, I'm going to give you context here. Uh, There's a a state uh, in the United States of America called Michigan, and they hate us. They hate... Ohio State, and I feel like if Ohio State doesn't play one more game this season, it'll be them. 
like if they they have to play the rest of their games to make the Big Ten championship, which is a huge game that they have to, to to make to make the college football playoff to win the championship, the overall championship. Okay, I can see Jim Harbaugh after the crap show of a year he's having, be like, oh yeah, COVID, COVID, yeah, we ain't, we can't play Ohio State, mm-hmm. and then. They totally ruin high school. I don't even want to think about that. I know you don't want to think about that. That's an idea. You're giving them ideas. No. They're going to start calling you. You don't think Jim Harbaugh's had like a coach's like staff meeting and they're like, hey, get in my office. What if we just don't play Ohio State? And they're all like, oh, that'd be awesome. You don't think that thoughts cross their mind? Every thought has crossed this man's mind ever since he hasn't won a freaking game. There's been no thoughts in that man's mind. That's right. Wow. You know what? I feel like he would have thought of this. With, it is just an idea. You think he thought of our podcast, me saying that and you saying that? No, I don't think he on? thought of... No, he didn't go through the whole... Oh, there's a podcast that two kids have. Yeah, two white boys talking about Michigan football. Right. If he... And if anything, he should have heard what we predicted last week. I thought it was a pretty good prediction about kicking field goals from 50. Anyway, uh, the Thanksgiving weekend slate. Uh, what do you want to talk about it? Notre Dame and UNC. Yeah, and the Iron Bowl and that 50 to 44 game out there in Oklahoma. How do you always sneak in an Oklahoma State game? You better quiet it up. <laughs> okay. Last week you made me talk about a miserable performance. So now we want to talk about the triumphant performance against yes because i i was getting phone calls they're like i was listening to your podcast i started crying go pokes you got phone calls yeah go that is what from eaton colorado honestly wow yeah so thanksgiving weekend slate we're moving you, know, you on. gotta stop answering spam phone calls if it says potential spam that's a that's a that's a full excuse not to answer your cell phone I thought it. I, I didn't think spam meant that. What did you think it meant? Don't Some that. people stop it are mean. Yeah, sure. Okay. Notre Dame and UNC. This game was in Chapel Hill. Notre Dame won. I didn't get to watch this. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, Notre Dame, you know. Was expected to win. Vegas thought we were going to win. I thought North Carolina was going to win outright. Mm-hmm. And um, they didn't. Great job, Mac Brown. We're looking for upsets every week. And you haven't given me one. They just... And remember when they were like ranked fifth in the country? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Well, they, they shouldn't be. Well, obviously, because they're not. Well... Are you trying to one-up me or something? I'm not. I feel like you're like really like uh, offended easily tonight. I just said they're not ranked fifth. Okay. Notre Dame. Yeah. Controlled the whole game. They're up 24-17. They're driving, driving, driving. This is like, I'm going to be honest, this is like the only part of the game I saw. So I was coming home from my basketball game, and I was watching, and Notre Dame controlled the clock. Ian Book, if there's one thing he can do, it's control a clock. And because you don't want to put North Carolina's offense back on the field. And that's what they did. They kept going, and Mac Brown didn't know how to stop him because 
guys, North Carolina's defense isn't very good. I'm just going to be honest with you. And they they couldn't get the ball back. And then, boom, with like 50 seconds left, they score, and the game is capsized. So, yeah, North Carolina, I thought that was going to be, you know, like a, uh-oh, watch out kind of game. But uh, didn't go out the way you wanted it to. No, it didn't at all. And uh, it's kind of disappointing. But uh, for Notre Dame fans, I mean, why are you Notre Dame fans, first of all? But congrats. You're, wow. you're The game coming up is the rematch with Clemson, who honestly put a pounding on Pitt. Like, they're trying to – Lawrence is back. They're like, let's go make a statement. That was one of the ugliest football games I've ever seen was the Pitt-Clemson game. It was ugly. You watched? Yeah, I watched. Why are you surprised? Where were you? I was, I was watching with Papaw. Oh, you, uh, you were at your game. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys watched that game? Well, I mean, yeah, because we tried to go to other games, and it was always on commercial break, so we were stuck watching this crap show. Yeah, we're talking wearing the purple jerseys. Yeah, they yeah. never lose in the purple jerseys. Oh, yeah, that is a good point. Yeah, and they always wear them against Pitt. When was the last time they wore purple like jerseys and lost? That's This is a trivia, Owen. We need to look into that. We need yeah, to look into yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we will, we'll look into that. Jeez, <laughs> okay. Hey, I, don't, I, I agree the, with I, Ian Book, though. I agree with, like, man. Yeah. He can control a clock. Yeah. Hey, like, this is what he, you know, the coaches, when they were like, hey, get Ian Book, they actually gave him a clock. <laughs> yeah. And they said, hey. Rewire this clock. And see how you do. And he controlled the crap out of that clock. And they were like, you know what? You want to be the next freaking Notre Dame quarterback? <laughs> Yeah. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. Well, okay. There was then they game. handed him a football. <laughs> <laughs> there was a game last year. There was a game last year where they needed to go on a drive. They were losing. They took like eight minutes off the clock because of this kid. Run. Methodical passes. Methodical play calling. Ian Book taking care of the ball. This guy can control a clock like no other. Let's move on. We got the Iron Bull. Now, yeah. we talked a little we touched a little bit on this earlier. The Iron Bull was trash again. Last year was actually a pretty good Iron Is it just me or is the Iron Bull more fun when Auburn's like in a the better game? team? Yeah. <laughs> like what a letdown year for them. Sorry, Auburn fans. But yeah, they just Mac Jones, they had the game in their hands just walking into the stadium. I mean, they was at home. Last year was at Auburn, so like they knew this was a game they had to win. They they're they're gonna go to the SEC championship. There's no doubt about that. And I don't see them losing until they go to the playoff. And I don't even know if they'll lose then. So they'll probably lose. They'll probably lose then. Like I'm not trying to make a prediction, but I'm. They're going. They're going to be the one seed in the playoff this year. So with that being said, which brings up an interesting conversation. Okay, I'm down for that. Why would Alabama if let's talk playoff scenarios. So let's say Alabama goes undefeated. Okay. And Notre Dame goes undefeated. Yeah. And Ohio State goes undefeated. Yeah. And Clemson loses twice because they lost Notre Dame twice. Okay. Well the first thing you would think of is oh, who would be the four seed? Right. And that's when Cincinnati comes in. That's when BYU comes in. That's when Nope, they no. They're undefeated. No. That's when Oklahoma comes in. Or the oh, Big 12 champ. they're not gonna put they're not gonna put a two loss Oklahoma over top of over top Cincinnati, of Clemson. Hmm. 
There's no way. If Clemson loses again, they're not going. But they lost to the same team twice. I know. I understand that, but there's no way. I I can't see that. I think Oklahoma's a long shot. Oklahoma is a long shot. I'm I'm not saying... I think Cincinnati would be the team, to be honest with you, because they obviously do not like BYU, and we talked about that earlier. But the obvious thing is, well, who's the four seed? You said Clemson, and I'm like, well, I don't think so, but okay, maybe. You know, the playoff, if they're... If they like Clemson that much. What about Florida? Yeah, but, but they they'd, they'd have, have, to, have lose to lose to, to Bama. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So maybe Texas A&M. Nope. Who's, who's not going to get a chance to play in the SEC championship. That's you true. Have to they would that do something in. like that. Yeah, but here's the real question. When they smoke their cigars, they're like, okay, Texas A&M. Is that what they're like? Yeah. Or so, it'd be like, oh, we're going out. Texas A&M. With their cigar in their mouth. Actually, yeah, that was more and accurate. And they smoke up their nostrils, you know? That was more accurate, yeah. But... The real question is, why would Notre Dame be second if Alabama is first and Notre Dame beat Clemson twice? Why would Notre Dame... Would they make the switch? I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I think I think they should. Yeah, me too. Um, I don't know how much I like that. I feel like Alabama is a better team than Notre Dame, but they would have, definitely have a better... Uh, Tracking record behind them. Well, you would. Th- well, BYU would be sitting back there like, uh, well, you guys talked about strength of stre- or schedule. Yeah. We're, we're just because we didn't play nobody, but then Alabama, they only played Texas A&M in Florida. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's brings up an interesting conversation. So it does because I think Clemson's way better than Texas A&M and Florida, and beating them twice is better than anything Alabama could have done this season. So, yeah. I'm glad you brought that. You brought that up. Yeah, it was, I that popped into my mind earlier today. So yeah, I just want to share that. Oh, yeah. The Stillwater shootout. Yes. Oh, what a game. <laughs> oh, this feels so much better. Last week, I couldn't even, like, choke up the words. Yeah, it was tough. It took, like, a good 20 minutes to finally get something out of you. Right. Was, that was worth listening to. So, you got an offense that's struggling. You got an offense that's struggling. You got a defense that's struggling. And you got a defense that's struggling. What do you get when everything's struggling? A bunch of success. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Now, this is my type of game, okay? I went upstairs to get ready for my game. So, as you can, like, this was all going on, like, during my busy Saturday, and I was kind of just like, hey, I can't let this get in the way of my college football, you know? So, let what? So, Oklahoma State gets down 24 <laughs> to 21. Okay. To Texas Tech. Alan Bowman had a great game, except for the saves. I don't know what he was doing there. But, anyways, Oklahoma State. It's down 24-21, I'm like, this ain't good. So I go upstairs, I'm like, I'm just going to get ready and get my mind off of it because they're about to just blow their season away. Mm. I come downstairs, the score is 41-31. to 31. Like, what? Wait, let's do the math. That's seven points for Texas, A&M, or Texas Tech, and that's twenty. That's 27 points in a quarter. Yeah. Well, that's what I Oklahoma Texas, State does. Yeah, I, not this year. No. And I was shocked. I'm like, oh, my gosh, they had 41 points, and it's the third quarter. I but, will say, Oklahoma State, this like – that this last game was the most Oklahoma State I've seen them this year. Yeah. And I was like, yes, this is this is what I've been craving. And they didn't even have Chuba, they didn't have LD Brown. Dylan Stoner hardly played. You know, and it's like, well, this ain't gonna be good. And then here comes Desmond Jackson with four touchdowns, and then he does this marquee play where he gets down so that the time runs out. That's a, that's a very unselfish play. It's a very poised play, and Fifty to forty-four win. That is what I've been craving for, from them for a very long time. 
finally got it on Saturday, so I just wanted to get that out of the way. You know who also has a good offense? Who's that? That would be the Florida Gators. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they've got this kid named Kyle Trask. I saw some people down the road. They First, they would get tested for COVID. Then they'd get this antidote in their arm, like a shot. Really? Yeah, and on the shot. I was like, what? what's on that? You what, what's in you that? You saw this walking down the road. Yeah, there was this tent. Oh. Yeah. The same Saturday that you were getting ready and you went upstairs to... Listen. Get... What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, the, did I not say it was a busy Saturday? I was walking down the road. In Florida? No. Where, where did they play? It was in Ohio. Oh, you saw this? Yeah. There's Florida. You know those grandmas that go to Florida in the winter? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They were all old, okay? And I go up to them with their flabby arms, you know. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I'm asking them, what What are you guys, are you guys, like, ODing over here? They're getting shots in their arms, okay? Please tell me where you're going with this. And on the shot, it says, Kyle Trask Heisman hype. Wow. Yeah. So they're shooting up Heisman hype. Yeah. Oh. They're just, they're taking it. Yeah. Yeah. So as you, as you can could see Kyle Trask is like good that's what I tried to get that know. was what that was what that was yeah they were like oh yeah Kyle Trask man he can throw let's talk about Dan Mullen's sarcastic comments oh that oh yeah is that what I had <laughs> yes that's what you had <laughs> I'm reading it yeah well that's the coach of Kyle Trask Dan Mullen's sarcastic comments now listen can he I'm just not shut up big... not you <laughs> Dan Mullen He's been talking so much this year. Yeah. Like, yeah. he wanted people, he wanted a full crowd. Is that? Yeah, they got mistaken? COVID. Yeah, literally two days after, he's like, we need the full crowd. Listen, I'm not the biggest fan of this guy. I feel like he'd run up a score just to prove a point. That's the type of coach he is, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like, if he wanted to get to the playoff, he's going to score 100 on Vanderbilt. That's not fair. Mm. That's not fair at all. Oh, we got to speak about Vanderbilt here, too. Okay. I forgot. You're all over the place. No, I'm not. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listen. We're talking about Vanderbilt. Dan Mullen. No, yeah. No. No, we're talking about Florida still. <laughs> okay. I said we, we have to oh, later on. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm sorry. On, like, fourth or something. Okay, yeah, we'll do it then. All right. What the heck? Dan Mullen. Yeah. Was fighting his defensive coordinator on the sideline. Mm. Now... I'm not the biggest Dan Mullen fan. I've said this like three times now. But what's he yelling at his defensive coordinator for? They're like winning. Mm. Yeah, there's nothing to be to be mad about when you're up by like three touchdowns. I just think maybe he's possibly a blooming idiot. Maybe. Well, he was asked about the, them yelling at each other. Yeah. And he said it was about Christmas lights. He said no one should ever put their Christmas lights up before Thanksgiving. And then the next day, his defensive coordinator puts up the Christmas lights. And he was upset. He was Yeah. But who doesn't bring it up to the third quarter? You would think pregame, they're over there like, I saw you put your And do they live by each other? What is this? Yeah. What do they do down that there? That is weird. Yeah. I, I, I'm assuming, like, I mean, down... it's like one of those things. You ever, like, have something that you have to say to somebody? And you're like, you're thinking about saying it all day to them. And then finally you like see them. You're like, oh, there's something I want to tell them. And then the third quarter comes along. And it's like, oh, crap. The freaking Christmas lights. What was that about, man? Yeah. And like, who uses profanity about, about Christmas lights? Oh, 
That would be uh, Dan Mullen. I don't know. If I was a detective, I'd say this is some fishy stuff. I don't think it was about Christmas lights, folks. Stop it. Dude, it could have been about anything. Probably not football related. Let's not even go that far. That's a stretch. So you think it's not football related? No, that's... But it's about (laughs) Christmas lights. Why would you be yelling on a football field about football? Like, what? About... Oh. No. So yeah. Dan Mullen's sarcastic... Oh, wait. Did I say sarcastic? Yeah. No, he was literal. I think. I don't know. Yeah, that's why I'm not a detective. I don't know if he's literal, sarcastic. I don't know if he's bluffing. I think we don't we don't really get like we don't understand. I don't understand the joke. Yeah, we don't understand this guy. No. Also, like, don't waste our time. Like, if we like turn on like the television to watch ESPN or like want college football updates, I don't want to see your freaking face on my feed talking about Christmas lights. Is that fair? Yeah. Thank you. Damon's got a good face though. He has a pretty good face. But I don't I don't want to see it. I'd rather see Paul Feinbaum's face. Now, if that's a face. <laughs> what? There's no face there. There's just ears. We talk no, come on. Paul Feinbaum, like when you said earlier about Auburn, like to all the Auburn fans, I'm sorry. Like, we don't have Auburn fans. They're all listening to Paul Feinbaum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's a fair assumption. Hey, Paul, I just wanted to call in because I thought Auburn gave them the, uh, Alabama their best shot. Don't you think? Don't you think they tried their best? Oh, I'm sure they. Yeah, you, you just answer very sarcastically and like very. Oh yeah, I'm I'm sure they tried their best. Let's get a new caller. Let's get a new caller. <laughs> All right, it's second, second and eight, sorry. So, uh, you ready? Yeah. You sound so ready. Yeah. Indiana and Wisconsin. What about it? That's what, that's, I, that's exactly about <laughs> it. Yeah, so Penix is gone. Yeah. Graham Mertz is not gone. And I think if you're a better, if you're a betting man, then you should know who to pick here. It's in Madison, Wisconsin. Indiana, they had a they had a decent win um, this week. Uh, I mean, not much to say. I mean, they had some cool jerseys. Yeah, yeah. Hats off for them for trying, you know. But uh, you know, Wisconsin's looking for that bounce back. You know, they they can't play for the Big Ten championship. They've sat too many games because of COVID. But I feel like Graham Mertz is the type of quarterback that doesn't want to. Uh, lose more than one game Mm. so i mean he doesn't want to lose any games but when you lose to northwestern who absolutely lost to one of the worst teams in the big 10 last week right you really don't uh want to lose to indiana and especially they smell blood in the water with Penix being out um indiana they're believing but i think wisconsin gets it done i think they have a better coach i think they're uh, a better football team uh so give me wisconsin there okay yeah um, you have here, you know, Northwestern pops off at Michigan State. That was sarcastic. Was it? Yeah. Let me start over then. Okay. So Northwestern pops off at Michigan State. That was good. Can you feel the sarcasm? Yeah. It's because they didn't actually pop off at Michigan State. Hmm. Yeah. It was a joke that, you know, I had written. Right. So Northwestern, man, they came off a huge win 
two weeks ago against Wisconsin. They have a bye. The right ninth. And you decide to go to East Lansing. I did. Oh, yeah. You're the Northwestern fan, aren't you? No, Indiana. Oh, you were like Indiana. I was trying to be funny. Okay. Yeah, so East Lansing is where all hope comes to an end. Oh. That's where they bury everything alive. Yeah. It's kind of a scary place, honestly. I'm scared. Yeah. I'm very scared. Well, anyways, they weren't. This team beat Wisconsin, bro. This team's good. This team is the real deal. They went out. Yeah. They're going to play the Buckeyes. And guess what? That Buckeye defense isn't very good this year. We can make the college football playoff. Oh, wait. It's the third quarter against Michigan State, and we're losing. Oh. We're losing, guys. I was looking at the playoff. I was waiting for Reese Davis to say, hey, there's Northwestern at four. Wow. And you're losing to Sparty. Yeah. Only Michigan loses to Sparty. That is true. You don't want to lose to... You don't want to be in the conversation with Michigan. No. No, you don't. No, I don't. So, when all is said and done... Yeah? You've come back. You're in the lead. Oh, yeah. Boom! Hey, guess what? You lost. What? I thought <laughs> That I had, is Northwestern's game the, on Saturday. I thought I had the lead. So did they. So did they. So did they. Wow. That was a journey. Sparty was, wins. Um, Sparty wins. Sparty wins. <laughs> I'm emotionally like... Now Northwestern's I'm gone. done. Yeah. Last week we had him in our top ten. Yeah, I did. You know, everybody is like, Northwestern, Northwestern, best Big Ten team. Yeah. No. And guess what? It's funny. You know, Michigan State... Yeah. ...has beaten two teams that were, like, sitting high on their pedestal. Yeah. Because Michigan had beat with Minnesota, who at the time they thought was really good. Right. And Michigan was, like... Because that was right after the Minnesota? Yes. Okay, so we so, were like, oh, Michigan, because we were, like, we actually... Believe it or not, we gave them credit. Yeah, we did. And I had him in my top ten. Joel Klatt, other, like, the guys I listened to had him in their top ten. Boom. Sparty. Boom. Yep. Northwestern did the same thing. Yeah. So if you're, like, Ohio State who plays in this week, watch out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I want to give Michigan State some credit here. I want to uh, acknowledge, we never talked about this in our podcast, but we talked about this, like, ourselves with their, their coaching decision and who they hired. And, yeah. Um, Mel Tucker. Yeah. I really like this guy. Okay. And I I don't know if I should, but um, I feel like it was a really unorthodox uh, decision. I feel like him as a coach was really cool. Um, you look at, like, in all seriousness here, like you look at uh, college football and, like, the coaches across the country for different teams, there's not many. I don't know if you can, like, just name. You probably could because you're, like, also, like, insane. But, like... Could you name uh, off your off of your hand like the amount like the number of head coaches who are black in college football? Is there is there enough like you can't just rattle them off? The I could say a few. Okay. And I think there's but not there's, much more than that. No, there's not a lot. So I think this is a really good decision because like you look at the players like they're I mean predominantly black. Mm-hmm. And to have a 
like black head coach, I feel like is a really big, really big deal. Mm-hmm. So uh, NFL, there's more, there's more black coaches. Am I correct? Yeah, they're doing better. They're but, doing better. But college football has really sucked in in that aspect. Right. Um. I just in all in all honesty. So I it, I'm not saying I like Mel Tucker just because he's black. But like I feel like that is definitely a step in the right direction. Yeah. For Michigan State football, for college football, uh, and he's getting some big wins. He's knocked off two ranked teams this year. Yeah. And uh, so I just wanted to say that because I'm excited. I I think he's a real class act, and I'm I'm excited to see what he does in the future. Just not this weekend. Right. For Ohio State. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, and it's exciting to see that there's some black coaches on the rise. You know, there's some offensive and defensive coordinators. I know Boston College, he's one of my favorite. Their offensive coordinator is a young, yeah, really young uh, black offensive coordinator. And I've heard that he's going, when he leaves, he's going somewhere big. And that's, like, really exciting news because I really like this guy. I like the way yeah. he calls plays. Um, you know, Who's it's the just, really old guy? It's the only uh, other. Yeah, the Big Ten's got two. Yeah. Or the, no, yeah, Mel Tucker from Michigan State, and then yep. they have Lubby Smith at yeah. Illinois. Yep, yep, yep. And okay. then, you know, like Dino Babers from uh, Syracuse and. Okay. But there's like really, it's really all, like, you look at Nick Saban, he's probably the whitest you can get. Yeah. I mean, it's just really, it's a really white coaching right. sport. And it's sad to see, you know, it, it, was in the, it was in the best decision of their program from a winning standpoint, but, like, the SEC doesn't have very many black coaches. Yeah. And to see Vanderbilt fire their black coach this weekend, it was kind of like... Do you want to talk about that now? Like, the whole Vanderbilt thing? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. We can talk about that, yeah. Because that was like, whoa. Right. Yeah, I can't believe they... Because especially with after uh, the pretty cool thing that happened this weekend at Vanderbilt. Yeah, so, I mean, you guys, if you have even any sort of idea what a sport is, you've seen that, you know, Sarah Fuller became the first... Female to play in the Power Five, and it happened to come to Vanderbilt, who can't score a point. So I feel bad for her. Right, but but she it's won. Fun. She won two state championships at Vanderbilt playing soccer, and she decided to join the team, and she made history on Saturday. Yeah. So it was crazy. I saw I saw someone you know put out that like his daughter came downstairs, and for the first time ever, he heard the words, "Hey, turn on the Vanderbilt game." And I was like, "This is this is kind of cool." Right. Everybody's like tuning in. And it was, you know, it was kind of sad to see, you know, it's like 40 to nothing. Yeah. And they had, the only time she got to kick was coming back from the half. <laughs> and I was like, well, what if they chose to receive in the first half? This is, this is not good. So, yeah, uh, that was a pretty cool moment. Uh, they ended up firing Derek Mason, their head coach. But, um, you know, the positives and negatives this weekend in Vanderbilt. So Yeah, uh, with the whole... I feel like, yeah, I mean, obviously you want Vanderbilt to, like, score. But, like, it was such a moment for her and for just, like, women everywhere. Yeah. So, like, it, it doesn't matter. That's when you kind of put football behind. And it was good for her. So that was really cool. Um, and then they fired. They fired a coach. Right. It was like, whoa. Okay. So that's all I wanted. That was all we really wanted to talk about Vanderbilt-wise. Um, uh, let's take a trip down memory lane. You ready? Get your get your memory lane shoes because we're taking a trip. Life in the fast lane. <laughs> I want to know what your favorite college football game in recent history is. What is your favorite college football game in recent history? What's yours? 
Don't That's e- right. Don't answer my question with a question. I'm going to try to say this by asking a question. Okay. All right. Because I'm defiant like that. Right. Yeah. My favorite game in recent history would be in October 2018. Is this ending in a question? It was in October 2018. 2017, actually. 2017. I was on a youth retreat, and the Buckeyes played Penn State, and they won in a comeback for the ages. Huh? Right? <laughs> Stop it. Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> Did it happen? I can't remember. So, yeah, that's mine. The Ohio State Penn State game where they wore the gray jerseys. Yeah, the gray. Yeah, you look it up, you know, like they use that for, just for recruiting now. Those jerseys, like right. If you want to come to Ohio State, hey, you, remember this that we'll never wear again. Wink, wink. If they wear them again, I'll be happy but sad because like I feel like they should just hang up the jersey. Yeah, it's it's iconic. It is. Yeah, that was what an epic game. Yeah, I was like standing there, like rocking. Like this, and you can't see me, but I'm like. Well, we were at the uh, like a youth retreat for church, and uh, we were in the middle of nowhere. So Everyone was vibing, to... and I was over there like stressed. Right, we were having fun. I was in a cornfield, and I lost my uh, hat. Yeah, but uh, we found it. I was like sweating. Yeah, I remember because there was no cable box there. I had to use my f- my phone. We we plugged the phone into a TV. Yeah. The TV we specifically brought for the game for the game to watch, mm-hmm. and uh, so it was like. What did we watch it through? Just ESPN app? The Fox Sports app. Yes. And Gus Johnson went off that game. He did. But, like, I remember we had to watch the same advertisement in between. Is this, like, your favorite sports memory, too, bro? I just remember the game. Yeah. But, no, it's not mine. I I will share mine. I was sitting right beside a Michigan fan. I want to know what... Yes, you were. Yes, you were. But I want to know. I want to know. Uh... I want to know what the, the commercial was that came on all the time. Because you... Oh, right. So, we live in Ohio, obviously... And, okay, so we had no service, so I had to watch it on my phone, like I said, and it was on the Fox Sports app. So the commercials were all local. Yeah. And, like, there was no Wendy's commercial. Like, if you were at home... No Baconator commercials? If you were at home watching on TV, you would have seen, like, the Baconator... Yeah, and the, you know, like, the... The, the uh, pretzel burger. I don't know why I keep Or the progressive, you oh, know? Oh, yeah, there's no Jamie or yeah. Flo. And listen, Fox... And it was, this wasn't, this was before Big Noon, like where they would, it was at 3.30, okay? And Gus and Joel, their game always has like five straight minutes of commercials. Like there's, if you've ever, I, I've been to a game where they actually did the call and there's like, you're sitting in the stands waiting for them to play for five minutes. Like, you know, it's a commercial break and it's like, oh my gosh, I'm freezing. Just get on the phone. Play the play. game. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. So we're sitting there and it's local repetitive one commercial cleveland zone fox eight news you know you want to watch yeah that's just it was awful and then it would be like cleveland zone fox eight news <laughs> in cleveland what? and then <laughs> it would do the same one and then it would do the other one and it would go back to yeah R- what? five minutes every time so it would say uh cleveland zone in Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland's own Fox 8 News. Hey, guess where we're from? It's Cleveland's own with Kevin and Stacy and Fox 8 News. Cleveland's own again. In Cleveland. 
In Cleveland, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, I will share mine real quick. Mine is also Ohio State game, and it was uh, the the Michigan game that was it overtime, mm-hmm. and uh, Curtis Samuel ran into the end zone with his arms, uh, like he was reaching for a big giant hug with the entire uh, Snuffleupagus. Yeah, with, with what? He was hugging Snuffleupagus. I was gonna say the horseshoe because it was in was oh. it in Columbus? You're so literal. Was it in Columbus? Yeah, it was in Columbus. That was mine. So, so that completes uh, second and eight. We never, we didn't do Saz's eye popping play of the week, did we? Nah, not this week. I didn't get to watch enough football. Right, you had a big busy day walking the streets and uh, watching <laughs> old ladies get uh, antidotes. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know what? Next week we we're gonna wanna we're gonna wanna be, uh, what did I wanna say there? We wanna we want some eye popping plays of the week. Okay. I'll bring two. I miss it. That sounds good to me. We are still in memory lane. We haven't left. So I want to know what your favorite college football traditions are. I guess that it doesn't have to be memory lane unless mm. they're dead. Yeah. But, uh... Well, I, I'm I'm weird with it. Like, I like certain ones that, like, aren't that popular. Okay. So, like, one of them would be... I love how... Like, it's this one, I'm going to be honest, is a very popular one. It's the Texas A&M one where the guy leads the student section in the, uh, like, they do, like, a chant, and they do, like, all these hand motions. It's very cool. It's very cool. Uh, and then I love, to be honest with you, I mean, how can you not love dotting the I? Okay. Like, um, that is... It doesn't get much better than that. No, it doesn't. And the OHIO, like, that's just such an epic thing that they do at home games. Um, can I share one? Yeah. I don't want to steal it, but I also wanted to ask you before you said another one because I feel like you're going to say it. Okay. So, my favorite. Uh, Virginia Tech. Yeah. Enter Sandman. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love that. Like, I just, one of these days, the whole the whole thing's going to come down. Oh, yeah, it will. And I will be fine with it. Yeah, and uh, another one would be, okay, let's get sentimental for a second. How about Iowa waving at the end of the first quarter to the hospital? Like, yeah. that's a very good tradition. Yeah, that is great, yeah. And uh, let's stay, uh, Let's go back to, like, a funny one. How about Oklahoma State hitting the side of the stadium with them paddles? With the paddles? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing uh, until, like, you started getting into Oklahoma State football. Right. And, like, every time, like, it, I would just hear, Mwah! Mwah! Right, yeah. The side Mwah! of the stadium just I'm like, what is, what, is, what is that noise? What's happening? And that's just the freaking... Kids hitting the side with paddles. Like, yeah, it's pretty and it, cool. if you stay in Oklahoma, it, this became even funnier now after what happened uh, last year. But Boomer Sooner like, yeah. tipped over. You know? Oh yeah, yep. yeah. That, those are just some great. You uh, know. I don't know if it was this weekend or a week before, but the first uh, they act. I don't know why I keep bringing these up, but like uh, the first 
uh, lady to ever right uh, control, drive it. drive the boomer sooner. She did a great job. Yeah, she did. And uh, that's a that's a big scary job, but she did it. Yeah, and she didn't tip. If you yeah, if you watched like the past few weeks, they you noticed that they have taken a longer route so that it's not such a steep turn. Yeah, so that they limit the uh, the ability to tip. Yeah, but uh, I don't. I doubt that would happen again because they've. They're gonna ensure it won't, but yeah, that is a great tradition. Eight but. hours a week, I think they, or like eight hours, maybe was it eight hours a week or eight hours a day? It was a lot of training. It was like the Miyagi Do training. Yeah, and then you know, to sum it up, Penn State's got great traditions: the whiteout mm. and the you know the Kerncraft. Yep. So, yeah, those are some of my favorites. There's that's what for me like uh, a lot of people try to like NFL I understand if you like grow up with NFL like a love for the NFL football listen college football the traditions alone make college football better and that's just one one aspect of it so uh let's talk about Oklahoma State uh and their offensive lineman Tevin Jenkins yeah so he opted out weird yeah that was weird yeah especially after the win yeah, well, he's been hurt. That that part, he has been hurt. But um, he is a senior uh, offensive lineman for the Pokes. Uh, the offensive line has really struggled this year, so he's been like a leader who's been off and on with an ankle injury. Right, so he's been absent with like leading the offensive line. Yeah, and like that's why that's a big reason why Chuba hasn't been who he was a year ago is because he can't. He can't go anywhere because the first of all the defense knows that he's like the guy, and the offensive line can't hold blocks for him. So, other than, like that, that has been a, a real issue for Oklahoma State. But Tevin Jenkins was the guy as a senior to lead them, and to do it so late to opt out, um, it's just kind of like, well, that's kind of odd. Maybe he doesn't want to hurt himself. Maybe he's planning on going, you know, into the NFL because he will be an NFL lineman. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of just concerning. We definitely didn't see it coming. No. No one really saw that coming. Um, But the offensive line, it seems to be such an issue lately. Um, They had two offensive linemen transfer this offseason. And it was kind of like, ugh, hopefully they're okay. And they ended up being fine, but... Yeah, the offensive line is kind of a struggle right now for Oklahoma State. That's. Do you think there's a coaching issue? Uh, like I, I don't mean to like there probably isn't, but it, it's with all the problems and now this kind of weird. Like, do you think? Do you think there's anything going on there? Uh, I would maybe you know, the, a lot of stuff's behind closed doors. But I know that like Josh Sills came from West Virginia and transferred in this year. He's been, like, the leader in the absence of Tevin Jenkins. And yeah. big boy. Yeah, big guy with the mullet. Uh, he, like, I, he loves this team. He, If you've watched our time Oklahoma State football on ESPN+, Plus, you've known that, like, this guy, I think, he, like, he just, you kind of wish he committed here. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, the, the culture, he said, is so much different than West Virginia. And not to crack on West Virginia at all, but he really likes it in Oklahoma State. So, I would say no. I think it's fine. Uh, maybe the certain way they coach only fits cer- certain people, and I don't know. But I feel I've always felt like if you want to be a quality offensive lineman, Oklahoma State is the place to go. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, yeah. All right. 
you know, I didn't, I, wa- I wanted to mention this at the beginning uh, in our intro. I totally forgot to do that. I hope everybody at home had a happy Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we sure did. It was a great time. Yeah. It, my mom made the best turkey uh, she's ever made, and that is saying something. I way over ate, and I was uh, really bloated, but it was the best bloated I've ever been. I don't know why I'm sharing this on a podcast. But uh hope everyone had a good uh, Thanksgiving. And uh, I wanted to ask you, Silas, uh, what player are you thankful for this season? I am thankful for all the players, right? Yay! Uh, Just kidding. Happy Thanksgiving. No, the one player that I am thankful for happens to be Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore. Wide receiver. Ole Miss. Okay. Now, this guy, last year, they played on Thanksgiving Day. And this, he happened to uh, make a mistake. He peed in the end zone. We talked about that. Yeah. In the Egg Bowl. Yeah, the Egg Bowl. He acted like he was a dog peeing on Mississippi State's end zone, and they ended up losing the game. This year, he didn't do that, thankfully. <laughs> right? That <laughs> is embarrassing. Yeah. For the Rebels. So, yeah. He's grown. He's learned. He, yes, He's he has. They did an ESPN interview on it, and I listened to it, and he's like, it wasn't planned, even though a lot of people thought it was. Mm. He was like, I just, it was in the spur of the moment. I just don't know how you could think of that in the spur of a moment. Honestly? Clever. Yeah. It's got, he's, I'm sure he's a smart guy. And that's why he didn't do it again. Right. He's, he was just a little immature. So that is why you're thankful for him this season. Yeah, I'm thankful that he didn't do that something... Like that again. I'm thankful no one on either team did anything like that. Because the Egg Bowl is such a frustrating game. Right. They just make such rash, brash, brass. I don't know what the word is. Yeah. They just make such bad decisions in that game. It feels like that game is just like, oh my gosh. Who are these teams? Mississippi State and the Ole Miss are like. What's his name again? Leach? No. Lane Kiffman? I'm talking about the kid who peed. Elijah Moore. (laughs) (laughs) Elijah Moore, we are thankful for you this holiday season. Hey. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving, Elijah, and uh, make sure to flush. So. We, we have moved on, and it is fourth. You know, when we started this podcast, I think it was it was either fourth and in inches or fourth and in goal, and then like somewhere we like switched the two. I don't know what it is, but here here I am reading what you have written down, and it just says fourth down. Screw fourth down. Just talk. <laughs> so, so, um, so I what that's it, what. Well, I was just doing what we have been doing. Yeah. I was just because we just we just say hey. They look like they might win, and then we talk about nothing. Well, that is that is true. We kind of go off the rails here, uh, but like we try to do an upset of the week. Silas, who do you have? Who do you have upsetting who this week? You got anybody? Yeah, I do. Guess what? And what? It's it's good. It's a good. It's good for majority of fans in the state of. Can you guess? No. Michigan. Oh my goodness. Yep. 
Now, Michigan plays. Who do I like to call Maryland? Why is Michigan favored? I don't know. Why? They hate us. Michigan fans hate us. No, they don't. They love us. They do. They they We're love funny. to hate us. Right, right. They actually they actually look for our input on how bad they are. Now, anybody in their right mind would pick Maryland. <laughs> right? Right. This game's in Ann Arbor. They can't win in Ann Arbor this year. They just can't. They lost to Penn State, who's 0-5. Why are they favored? I don't know. I don't know. So, I'm picking Michigan. No. Even though they're favored. No, listen. That is not an upset then. I'm kidding. It is an upset. Yeah. It's no one in their right mind would pick Michigan. That's why I'm doing it. I'm picking Michigan. And then next week, because, guys, we can't be that ruthless, can we? They're going to have, they're going to, Ohio State's going to put up 100 next week. We can't. <laughs> I get it. Dude. I like it. I'm looking here. And I can't stand the take of Aloha Brothers, so. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking here, and I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing any upsets. I don't know. Texas versus Kansas State. You keep picking Kansas State, bro. I don't know, man. The Cats. Ooh, A&M and Auburn. Mm, A&M and No, Auburn. Auburn is just, they're just. I honestly like that. But you've been talking A&M up, and I've been the one who's like, oh, no, they're trash. So yeah. what is it? Pick a side. Well, I think the A&M deserves to be, like, up there. But I just still, I don't Do you know. You think they're going to get upset by Auburn, possibly? Yeah, anybody could upset anybody. Mm, that is true. Um, I think, yeah, I think that's a good, it's at Auburn. Yeah. Well, coming off of Alabama, too. How much? They're probably your... looking to hurt somebody. Auburn? Yeah. Like, because they're, no, you know. they tackle, like, they're tackling feathers. Well, like, but in terms of, like, at least these feathers, they're trying to destroy. Like they're gonna as hard as Auburn is going to hit. I feel like they're they, it's a it's a it's an opportunity. <laughs> it doesn't matter how hard they hit. Mm. It's Indiana, how you Wisconsin. Get up. Indiana, Wisconsin. Oh yeah, we talked about Indiana's that. Indiana's favored. Yeah, we did talk about that. Um, I've got Wisconsin. Alright. Yeah, I know. I've been like on the Indiana. Wait, train. Indiana, but, but they lost their quarterback. Wait a second. They're at Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin's favored. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Uh. I don't know how these favorite like the negatives and the pluses. The neg- nothing for me. The negatives means you're favored. No. Yeah. Um. You're gonna have to choose. Okay. Kid. Okay. I choose Kansas State over Texas. If that happens, I I Urban Meyer will be the next coach in Austin, Texas. That is probably true. That is probably. Do true. Do you like the pokes at TCU? Uh, I. I don't know how that game's going to go. I think Oklahoma State, if they win, it'll be by three points. Do you? Yeah, I think, I think, I don't, th- I don't see it being a big blowout again, but they did last week. I don't know. TCU always gives them kind of a run for their money, right? It's close. Oklahoma State leads the series. Mm. Oregon versus Cal. How about Oregon losing the Civil War? Well, yeah. it's not called Civil War, my bad. It's, they changed that. They changed it. What is it? It's just Oregon, Oregon State. Oh, that's kind of that's sad. Yeah. So, uh, Washington State at USC. 
No. No, I'm just, I'm reaching now. I'm reaching. You're reaching Baylor! Baylor versus Oklahoma at Oklahoma. Baylor. I'm kidding. I hope so. I don't know. Maybe if Spencer Rattler starts waving to the reporters again. I'm sorry. I just got nothing. I've got nothing. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, don't. Don't be. I wish I had. I wish I had more. Yeah, that really, that that leaves me in a raw little way. What? Too. What? That I picked Michigan. Why? <laughs> okay, that was our Hail Mary, and that was it was a pretty pathetic one. Uh, you know, I'm going to go with Texas A&M loses. You I still- really am. Really? Auburn's going to get them. You think so? Yep. Wow. Okay, yep. L- like what? how bad? Not bad. Not bad. Close? Probably like by three. Was Auburn, Auburn was the team... See, I can't, that beat Alabama last year. But I last year, I can't pick Auburn this year. Auburn was the team that freaking spiked the ball backwards. It was a fumble. <laughs> Dude, that was like eight weeks ago. I know. I can't get over it. I still I still wake up in a cold sweat <laughs> thinking about that play and how Arkansas beat them. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Sorry. I wish I had a better hot take. I wish, I wish UCF was playing freaking... Uh, who did I say there? Cincinnati again. So, anyway, Silas, that's that's all we have today. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's it. That was another weird one. It was weird. Yeah, but sometimes you just like it can't be so like we're doing this, this, this. You know, you just gotta talk. Yeah, and I, I feel like some people are just like gonna listen to that. Yeah, and we talked. We did. Yeah, it was just like a normal conversation, and that's what it should be sometimes. So. Our honestly, our conversations are the best. You think? Yeah, I think I think I think I I would listen to our conversations back. So you must think you're on a different level then. No, I just think I just think our conversations like are just kind of weird. Like they're different than normal conversations because we know each other so well. Right. That makes the podcast difficult sometimes. Yeah, because then they're like, they're like, what what are they talking? What are they rambling about? Yeah, because like we understand each other some a way that some people don't. Right. We need to get a camera on us because sometimes you give me this like look that like I feel like is honestly taking years off of my life. Like you are like you are so upset at me or either like confused <laughs> that like you are burning you're burning years just shedding minutes right off my life cuz you're like if looks could kill you were just you were just murdering. Well, especially with the bedlam, you know. Right, that was last week. That was last week. That was two weeks ago, I think. It was it last week? Yeah, it was last it week. It was last week, yeah. Because we, yeah. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. All right, all right. Well, anyway, guys, thanks for listening. I hope you guys had a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, we love you. Please stay safe. Check in next week. See ya.